Welcome to the Disability Equality Podcast from the ACT Center for Disability Leadership. I'm Director Mary Kay Kennedy, and today DJ Fisher is going to be talking with a father-son team, Nate and Les Bauer. So they're going to be sharing with us their journey to find the housing that's right for Nate and the supports he needs to live the life that he wants. So enjoy the podcast. Okay, good morning, everyone. Today's topic is finding the right housing and the support to live the way we want. And we're here with Les and Nate Bauer. So I want to give y'all a warm welcome. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. I'm going to start off with a question here, uh, Nate. Reading through the information that was given to us, it says that you uh, lived in a group home at the age of 20. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that situation and how many years you lived there? Yes, I was um, right now. I, I am 42 years old right now. And I live over there how years for 10 years right over there. I was frustrated and a little bit angry to live over there because it, I don't have um, independent over there when the staff was focusing on their homework and going on the phone when they would be focusing on us. I'm sorry to hear that. Tell me a little bit about your daily routine when you were living at the group home because I know reading some of our notes that you didn't like it and that's why you're living on your own now. It's hard to be over there and it's really typical to be living there with some few of your roommates. Wes, tell me why you guys decided to move uh, Nate on his own. Well, it was kind of the constant frustration uh, and the anxiety that was going through. We would often get calls from him uh, that uh, things were not going well. Uh, he didn't go to an activity because uh, others were having some issues in the house, so nobody could go when they went to an activity, all of them together, of course. Uh, they would leave early sometime because staff would forget their medication, and so then they all had to leave a concert early. And that just built on his constant anxiety and so on and so forth. So we found that, that we had to do something to get him out of there. It was not only frustration and anxiety and the loss of hope that he had, but it was also the loss of hope that we were finding because we were constantly 24 hours a day worried about him, even though he wasn't living at home. We were driving many times 60 miles a day to go down to uh, to take care of him and, and help him get to an activity that he wouldn't get to otherwise. So it was frustration for the inside his entire family all the time. Wow, that's really that's really hard to hear. And but Nate, what's your living situation now? How are you doing? I'm doing good and it make me happy and it make me proud to be with my family. And also to be with my with my wonderful cat, Bootsy, because Absolutely. I love love animals and kids. Are you living by yourself? Yes. That's great. That's great. How does it feel to be independent and on your own? Fantastic. And it, it's easy right now because I have some um, family members to live by, by my brother, my sister. Wow. 
And then my, my two of my nephews is Olin and Ryden. And my niece, I really love and I miss them a lot. And then my aunt is in the Bloomington area. And also I miss my dad's family in from Gaylord, Minnesota. And I miss them a lot also too. My family and my parents put me in with a two plaques. And we had a support from my parents. I live on one side and then my parents live on the other side. Larry, what other um, help does Nate get? Right. Uh, and so, so we have another provider who comes in and uh, it's like five hours a day, uh, five days or four days a week. And the rest of the time he's alone or comes over to, uh, to us. And then they are here for like five hours. And it's basically on days that he has activities scheduled right. so that they can uh, do the driving and then they have dinner together and so on and so forth. So and that works out very, very well. But it has been very difficult uh, getting staffing as you know, and so, uh, and now, of course, during the pandemic, that's been real hard, but we're hoping to get that all going again now in the next three, four months, once we get shots and so on. So, Nate, what are some of the activities you and staff do now that you're on your own? I had some activities on Zoom for twice a week, like uh, Special Olympics with Bingo. We have one for today. And then also we have a scavenger hunt on Thursdays. Wow, you're a busy guy when when you have staff and people that really want to make sure you're succeeding. The group home situation didn't really go the way you planned it to, but I also see that you have stepped up. You didn't let it get you down. You're doing very well. And I'm proud that you made all the right decisions as far as getting your apartment, keeping up with your activities, and not letting that stuff wear you down. You know, congratulations on your upcoming, you know, you did good. Thank you. Good. If you could give a large group of audience one thing, what would it be? And I'm gonna issue the question to both of you. Uh, give hope and don't give up. Yes, I think uh, a couple of the very important parts are uh, the case management. These are the people that are your first line supporters and you need to be uh, be uh, with them and talking with them and letting them know the things that you want and, and the things that frustrate you and so on and so forth. Because oftentimes you may not have a parent or uh, the, the team close enough to help you all the time. So you have to let your uh, case manager know. And then the big point is uh, just never give up hope and don't stop fighting. It's uh, the point is uh, that you, if you don't say something, then you're going to be left behind. Well, I'd like to thank both of you for coming on and telling us a little bit about <laughs> your story of the group home. Thank you. Thank you. Join us for the next Disability Equality Podcast. To bring self-advocacy programs to your group, check out the Disability Equality Training Series and other Act Center programs at selfadvocacy.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you.